Welcome to Landmark Worship Center's audio podcast. We hope that this message will inspire and encourage your life. So open your heart and mind and receive what God has for you today. And he was quoting these scriptures. Um, it was a prophetic word about him, about Jesus coming to this earth. So The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes that give also applies to the oil of joy for mourning and that giving also applies to the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness that they might be called trees of righteousness the planting of the Lord that he might be glorified amen I'd like for you to put your Bibles down and let's lift our hands and our voices to the Lord again God, we praise you. God, we thank you. God, we worship you. We magnify your holy name. Hallelujah. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. Lord Jesus, I bind every spirit of attack today in the name of Jesus. And I loose today out of my mouth and my heart, I loose the power and glory of your spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For you said, whatsoever we shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever we shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And we take that authority today in the name of Jesus. We pray, amen. Amen, amen. God bless you. Turn and shake hands with a couple of people around you and you may be seated. Praise God, praise God. Um, I know all of our men are, are not all of our men are here, and, uh, but I would like to speak to the men uh, immediately following the service up here real quick, and uh, if you could do that, I would appreciate it much, and we do need your help in a few various things, and uh, if you could help us, we'd appreciate that. So immediately following the service, I won't keep you long, I'm going to ask that the men would come and meet with me up here immediately following the service. After we have a powerful move of God in the altar service. Amen? Amen. So when you look at this putting of the garment of praise, uh, the Spirit of the Lord, uh, Jesus was saying, as he spoke it in the Gospels, Spirit of the Lord of God is upon me because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn. So we find here that the Lord was going into uh, what we would see restoration. We, he was going into an area of restoration, and I, 
I know that as he begins to go on in the scriptures that we read, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion to give unto them beauty for ashes. I'll take beauty for ashes any day. Uh, the oil of joy for mourning, I'll take the oil of joy, joy uh, for mourning any day. Uh, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. This is a gift from the Lord. And we have preached, and I feel like that we've got to continue to move in this vein of praise and worship because it is a powerful move of God's spirit that brings us to that point of lifting us out of the heaviness and into the place of great victory. There's victory and then there's triumph. There is a difference in the two. But there is triumph in the house of God every day. We just got to realize it and take a part in this. Our part is to put on that garment of praise that the Lord has given to us. And when we do that, we're going to find a great move of restoration in our hearts and in our lives. Matter of fact, we've been preaching about uh, praise and worship and how that it stops the mouth and stills the mouth of the enemy. And Sister Lonnie has a testimony. I think she has several testimonies, but we're going to hear one of them here today of what the Lord has done uh, for her through praise. So what is this timing? Just a second. It's orange. Oh, this is orange. I was going to say it's green. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the orange. <laughs> Um, this is the scripture that God gave me that morning. So um, I have asked the Lord to take me into deeper places in prayer and not just um, defense fighting, but offense and pulling down strongholds for the church and in my life and um, taking me into deeper places for the benefit of his kingdom. And um, the last couple of weeks, two weeks ago, this one happened that you asked me to... Um, I woke up one morning and all the old demons from 40 years and, and beyond that, before that, just pounded on me like you would not believe. Demon, demons of, um, the demons that were on me when I was raped and I, I mean, the voices were so strong of hate and you really think the Burks like you? Nobody loves you. Not even this church. And it was just nonstop for like an over an hour and a half. And I used my willpower. You know, sometimes we use our willpower because I've got pretty strong willpower. If nobody knows me, that's one of my strengths. It's not always good, but it's one of my strengths. I couldn't even overcome it. Like Just like, mm, go away, go away. I said, no way. I promised pastor the other day on Wednesday night that I am going to vow to praise from now on. And so I got Psalm 61 out and started praising. And Psalm 103 is my love song for Jesus. And I started using every one of them. And I said, you're not taking me down ever again. So I'm just going to praise Jesus until you can hang out here for three hours. I do not care how long you hang out here. That's how long I'm going to praise. So I started praising for the great I am. And I, I even heard things, stupid things like, you really? Juwan's really lying. I, dumb things that you know are, except that when it's coming at you like that, it is so strong that you start succumbing to it. Like you just start going back into that. Like I'm just no good and I'll never be anything. And I praised until I had a breakthrough, a powerful breakthrough. The whole house, I felt like there were angels all over that house. And these were the, one of the scriptures. I said, God gave me praise and I am putting it on. I am not going naked today. I'm putting it on. And God helped me realize 
new devils, you've told me this. New levels, new devils. I've heard it all my life, but you keep reminding us. And then that's when the Lord said, you're walking around naked, Lonnie. Your willpower doesn't get your clothes on. So I started just worshiping and worshiping and worshiping, and I didn't care how long it took, but, and little by little, and I'm not tell. I, I know this sounds stupid, but um, th- those, those spirits of hate and self-hate and self-annihilation have been with me for a long time, and when you finally pull them down, they don't let go easy, folks. And you think, you know, I've walked out of that before. They do not let go easy, but that does not mean I am not saved. He brought me out of that pit. He redeemed me from the pit. So I kept praising, and ma'am, there was such freedom. I think I went really fast to work that day because I don't remember <laughs> from Bethalto exit to the Collinsville exit. I don't remember anything. <laughs> I was driving along, worshiping, crying, praising. <laughs> Got to work that day, and the first person in the door looked me in the face and said, I've been told about you. The girls told me about you. I'm not so sure we should talk today. That was the first thing that confronted me. I'm like, oh, okay. I went back out in the back door, left her in the front. I went out the back door and started worshiping out in the backyard, and the people at Collinsville um, uh, Department of Works was out there looking like, what a weird... That is really weird, but I started jumping. Hell lost another one. I am saved. saved. (laughs) Went right back in. And this kept up for a couple weeks, but I said, I am going higher, I'm going deeper, and I'm praising until there is no end. Thank you for teaching us. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Praise and worship brings forth not just victory, but triumph. And I'm going to talk about that here today. You see, there's triumph in the house of God. As you worship, as you praise in these situations, so many times we take it in our own hands to try to take care of the situation. But God is there. And as we begin to praise and worship Him, we begin to bring His presence near. He inhabits the praises of His people. So today, as we look at this scripture, garment of praise, you know what the the meaning of that word garment in the scripture that I read to you, it actually means a mantle. It means a mantle. God has given us a garment or a mantle of praise and worship that brings forth a victory. You see, Elijah, when he went up from, from the earth and the Lord raised him up, Elisha was standing there and he, he asked for a double portion. And what happened was Elijah dropped his mantle upon Elisha and he took on that same power in prayer and that same power in worship. That, that Elijah had, and the Bible says that he had a double portion of miracles that took place there in his life, in his ministry. You see, God is wanting to pour out a mantle. He has already given it to us. He's already offered it to us. And, and when we look at this scripture, uh, it says, uh, talking about him giving to us the garment of praise. Why? For the spirit of heaviness. There are people that walked into this building today with victory in their heart. And there are others that have walked into this building with heaviness. A heaviness that is weighing you down. 
a heaviness. You know what the word heaviness means in the Bible? It means dim. It means dull. It means colorless. It means to be dark. It means faint. It means depression. This heaviness brings a depression upon our hearts and minds to where we cannot do what God wants us to do. But it's through the power of the gifts that God has given us of that garment of praise that we can have a triumph over every struggle in our lives. You see, praise, uh, there is a triumph over heaviness. And that is through praise and worship, the garment that we have been given. Uh, but praise is released through the mouth. When we praise God, we release. Matter of fact, through our mouth, we can release, uh, uh, we can launch the devil's weapons of negativity and defeat and heaviness and depression and struggle. And we can speak it out of our mouth that all of these negative things and it will launch for the devil, it will launch with our own mouth, it will launch things and weapons against us and against others around us. But you know, out of the same mouth, we, we can make a choice to, to say, I want to launch God's weapons out of my mouth. And when we begin to worship and praise God out of our mouth, then great things begin to take place. Victory. The devil hates when you praise God. He hates when you worship God. Amen. But out of the same mouth, we can make a choice to either, either speak weapons of Satan that influence and help his kingdom, or we can speak out of our mouth things that are going to enhance the kingdom of God. In the book of Matthew 16, 18 and 19, it says, And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter. You remember this story? He the, the Lord asked uh, them, the disciples, who do, men, who do men say that I am? And they said what they felt like they've heard. And then they, he began to narrow it down and say, who, who do you say that I am? And then they began to tell the Lord who they felt like he really was with their relationship with the Lord. And then Jesus went on and says, And I say unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock will I build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Do we believe that the gates of hell cannot prevail against the children of God? Then you're going to listen to what I have to say today. Because there is power in the presence of the Lord. And it goes on. Uh, let me go back and read that again. Uh, and I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And then it says in verse 19, uh, And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. What are the keys? We know keys, you know, Peter had the keys, stood up on the day of Pentecost, preached the message of Acts 2.38, repentance, baptism in the name of Jesus Christ and then filling of the Holy Ghost. He preached those things on that day. It was a key to unlock salvation in people's lives. But there's more to it than that. Uh, there's got to be something after we come to the Lord that helps maintain our walk with God. And the keys here to that, uh, as he goes on, and I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatsoever they sh thou shalt bind on earth is a key. 
shall be bound in heaven. It's a key to victory. And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. You see, the keys are in binding and loosing out of the mouth of the children of God. Our praise and our worship unto the Almighty King of Kings and Lord of Lords. You see, we can allow the voice of negativism and we can allow the voice of hurt and pain and defeat and we can speak it out of our mouth or you can make a choice and say God I'm not speaking negative I'm not speaking defeat because you've already won the victory for me can I hear an amen we got to start praising the Lord every day. Not just in the house of the Lord. Yeah, this is a place of worship. But your home is a place of worship. Your car is a place of worship. The park is a place of worship. Your job is a place of worship. Everywhere we go, we can worship the Lord and bring defeat to the enemy and triumph to the child of God. Amen. Amen. These are keys. He said, you know, we equate the keys to, to salvation, in which it is, but it's also, uh, we've got to maintain this thing. The keys are that we take the authority out of our mouth from the Spirit of the Lord that is within us and begin to speak with our mouth and bind the things on earth and they will be bound in heaven. That's how much of an influence it has. And whatsoever we shall lose, when we lose the power of God upon a situation, amen, on earth, it's also going to be loosed in heaven. There is a powerful experience in us speaking out of our mouth. Amen. We can walk around in defeat and down in the mouth and always talking about, oh me, but I'm here to tell you today, it's time for you to lift your eyes up to heaven. It's time to realize He is the one that has come to give me help today and every day in Jesus' name. And talking about we can make a choice. We can give place to the devil out of our words. Revelation 16, 13, 14. I read these scriptures and all of a sudden a lot of things started coming to me about this. It says, and I saw, and this is talking about in the a prophetic word in the end time, Revelation, the last book of the Bible. And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs coming out of the mouth of a dragon, of the dragon, and out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of false prophet. They were working together. For they are the spirits of devils working miracles, which go forth unto the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. I realize that when we talk about the dragon in the book of Revelation, we do look at it as a symbol of, uh, the symbol of the dragon represents Satan. But I want you to stop and think about this. This came to me and I just started really rolling it over in my mind that really the dragon, okay, Satan is using uh, something that has a symbol of a dragon. And I also looked at, uh, you know, I, I, I know that I've studied some in, in end time ministry, but the dragon represents China. Yes. China right now is bringing a lot of heaviness upon our world because of their talk. They haven't done anything yet, but it's because of their talk. It brings us to a point where we're, we're heavy. We're looking at, uh, as the news talks about it, it's, uh, it seems like sometimes our government is just not really 
concentrating on the real fact of what's happening here, but I look at it that we're in the end times and this is just a part of one world government that's coming upon us, which should let us understand how close we really are to the coming of the Lord. But you look at the symbol of of China, it's the dragon. But it talks about, very interesting, uh, how that the frog, that symbol, it says that the frog, uh, I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon. It came out of the mouth. The, the, uh, The frog in the Bible symbolizes and represents financial gain and prosperity. That is what is being spoken of right now, that China is determined to be the world superpower and to run the whole world. That's what's going around right now. But it's all a a facade. It's all a lie. It's all evil behind the backside of this billboard that they're trying to present, that we're trying to draw you in. We're going to take care of you. And all these countries that are signing up for this, they're wanting to draw you in so we can control you and we can do whatever we want to to, to you because uh, you're defeated and we're going to defeat you. I'm here to tell the devil today, dragon whatever you are, I'm here to tell you that the children of God are not going to fall down and be defeated. We're going to lift up our eyes and our voice unto God. It doesn't matter what happens to the world. We are not defeated. We are triumphant in God. But it's very interesting how that the... Uh, the frog, frogs coming out of the mouth of the dragon. Do you realize that frogs capture their prey with their tongue? <laughs> that's not as significant. That's, that's, that's very significant to what we're talking about. That the voice of a child of God, if the devil can try to bind our tongue and keep us from speaking out of our mouth the praises and victory and triumph, Yeah, he's got us defeated, but it's our choice. It's our choice. But out of our mouths, out of our mouths can come either evil things or can come good things. But no matter what we say out of our mouth, we are launching one or the other. So I'm telling you here today, this is the way God has called it. How do you loose? How do you bind? You 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 speak it out of your mouth. You, you, you don't go hand on hand and say, hey, I'm going to bind you with my arms. It can break loose. But when you begin to speak to spirits through your mouth and you begin to bind things in Jesus' name and you begin to loose the power of God through the power of His name, amen, we know that we can have a victory. But that's a, another part of it. That if we begin to praise the Lord with our mouth, Satan is bound in the name of Jesus and we have victory and Sister Lonnie the voices that begin to try to speak and try to hold us down I'm here to tell you that God through our mouth he's given us the opportunity and the key to the victory and not just the victory but the triumph he's given us the garment of praise he gave it to us I've got uh, clothes in my closet and I'm not rich, but I've got clothes in my closet I haven't even wore yet. A few, but it's my choice to not put them on. For one thing, I don't put them on because I forgot about them. 
They're stuck back in the closet somewhere. And uh, some things I forget, and I forget, and I, you know you how you get in this habit, you just kind of put the same stuff on all the time. And, uh, with me, uh, if, you're, if, 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 if you're expecting me to wear anything other than blue, uh, something's happening. Uh, although I do wear, every now and then I wear different colors. Uh, my mother-in-law likes when I wear black, and uh, uh, sometimes I wear a maroon, but if you look at my closet, you're going to find blue, 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 blue. Because it's my favorite color. But I have a choice. I have a choice. I, I, I could put on the garment or I cannot put on the garment. What, what we've got to do is we've got to come to a point and realize that we put on the garment of praise. God's already given it to us. Amen. But I want to guard my mouth. I want to guard what comes out of my mouth. I want to guard these things because my mouth was designed and your mouth was designed to speak praise and worship unto the Almighty God. Hallelujah. I don't want to bring any defeat on you. I don't want to bring any defeat on myself. But don't let cursing and God's praise come from the same tongue. I've got to lift up my voice to the Lord. I've got to guard my mouth. I've got to watch my mouth. I've got to, I, my mouth is designed to praise the Lord and worship Him. Amen. But God gives us back the power of our tongues through the garment of praise. In the book of Acts chapter 1 verse 8, But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. You see, the devil has tried to take out of our mouth the power of witness. Amen. He's tried to take that out. We must give the effort to take back the power of tongues and praise and worship. In Matthew 11 and 12, And from the days of John the Baptist... Until now the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence and the violent take it by force. Are we going to sit back and allow the, the devil to, to influence us and deceive us to the point where out of our mouth comes defeat and struggle? I'm here to lift you up today. If you walked into the house of God with heaviness... Let me tell you, please listen to what I'm saying. The answer to your needs is not for someone to pat you on the back and all of that. It is just to go to the Lord. He is your help. He is your strength. He is your hope. And lift up your voice and lift up your praise unto the Almighty God. I tell you what will happen. The heaviness will be removed. I'm telling you, I've felt it, I've experienced it, I've walked into the house of the Lord myself. Yeah, pastor has. I walked into the house of the Lord with so many things weighing on my life, weighing on my heart. But when I get into the house of God and I begin to lift up my voice and praise and worship to the Lord, I tell you what I feel, amen, I feel a lifting where I might be walking in with heaviness. I began to feel that God is lifting me and raising me up. Amen. The, the attacks and the voices of Satan that bring me down to heaviness, they began to be released and moved to the side or thrown away somewhere, and I feel a lifting. The power of praise, the power of worship. 
Amen. Don't take the attacks of Satan passively and just live with it and allow it to happen. It's time for us to rise up. And it's happening. You can feel it in the atmosphere of Landmark, but we're not there yet. We need to keep climbing in our praise. We need to keep raising up in our worship to the Lord because there is a point, trust me, there is a point that God is going to move in ways we've never seen Him move when we begin to get caught away in the glory of the Lord together. You know, it's just me and God when I'm worshiping, but it's also you and God when you're worshiping, and it's all of us together when we're worshiping. And power begins to come forth. I don't want to take this passively. I don't want to just say, hey, I, I'm defeated. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to barely struggle to get along. No, it's time for you to rise up. The answer is church. The answer is the presence of God. The answer is worship. The answer is His Word. The answer is in the power of a commitment that says, I'm going to make a decision to put on the garment of praise. That garment of praise. I'm going to put on that mantle. Amen. I'm going to walk into the house of the Lord and put on the mantle of praise. He gave it to me. He gave it to me. I'm not going to let it go. I'm going to put it on. And I'm going to worship God. I'm going to praise God in prayer and in worship. Amen. I want to take back the power of tongues and the spirit of the Holy Ghost through praise. I'm not going to let my time that I worship God go for a long period of time where I don't let the Holy Ghost begin to speak through me. I need the power and glory of God every day. I want to come into the house of the Lord. It is a place for me to release my heaviness. It is a place for me to look up to the Lord and realize I need Him every day. Praise is a garment of the Spirit. Isaiah to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness for the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. You receive that when you come into the presence of the Lord. And you know, let me say this, you could even be in the presence of the Lord, and you could also say, I don't want it. And guess what? You're not going to get it. You could be in the house of God where everybody else is worshiping. You've got to have a decision that I'm going to put on. The, I could walk around with the garment of praise that God's given me. I could carry it all day long but uh, until I put it on. Until I put that garment of praise on. I'm not going to find the power of triumph that I need to find in my heart and life until I put on the garment of praise. It's a gift from God. <laughs> Jesus read these scriptures when he stood in the temple. It's amazing what change of life the Lord offered that he gives to us. He also equips you with garments that you must put on yourself. I cannot put the garment of praise on you for, your, for, for you. I can only do it for myself. You've got to do it for yourself. You must do it for yourself. The spirit of heaviness is the spirit of depression. 
all the struggles of life. Guess what? We all have struggles. We all have depressions at times. We all have things that weigh us down. But, you know, some have learned how to put on the garment of praise because life just happens and things weigh us down. You need God's presence. You need the house of God. You need the people of God. You need it. I need it. You know, heaviness can defeat us to the point where it takes us out of the game, so to speak. It is an actual principality and a stronghold of Satan. It grips the heart and mind of people when they look at the negative side of life. It can bind you and it can bring you down and destroy you. It's a spirit that binds. It's a spirit that discourages. It's a spirit that frustrates. Let me tell you, the answer to your struggle is take the garment that God has given you and put it on and just get caught away in the power of praise and worship. You have felt it before. You've experienced it before. But the flesh keeps you down and keeps you not wanting to give in. God's calling us today. Amen. He's calling us today. And when we speak it out of our mouth, we stop the, word, uh, stop the words of your mouth speaking defeat. Stop the words of negative things. Put in your mouth praise and God will raise you up. Praise is a spiritual garment. We must choose to put it on. And when we get up in the morning, we have a choice. Whatever garment we put on, we can put on the negative garment or we can put on the garment of praise. We have a choice, a decision to make. Clothe yourself in God's clothing. He gives you plenty of reasons to praise Him. (laughs) He gives you plenty of reasons to worship Him. If He did not do one more thing for you, He is worthy to be praised even right now. If He never touched you again, if you never felt the glory of God again, you got to make a choice. you got to make a choice to put on the garment of praise. Listen to what David said in Psalms 106, 47. Save us, O Lord our God, and gather us from among the heathen to give thanks unto Thy holy name and to triumph in Thy praise. And to triumph in thy praise. You know that there is a great difference between victory and triumph. Victory is, listen, you got to listen. If you don't hear anything else I say, you got to listen to this. Victory is the accomplishment of the defeat of the enemy. Jesus did it on the cross. The victory has already been won. It is the winning of the battle, the silencing of the devil. But triumph is a celebration of the victory already won. The victory has already been won. The answering of prayer has already been won. That doesn't mean we don't pray. We still go to the Lord and pray, bring our supplications before the Lord. But we've got to understand, we've got to reach that point of taking the garment of praise and putting it on and saying to the Lord, I'm going to rejoice in triumph because the victory is already won through the cross. I hope you got that.
You see, victory means completely vanquish. The word of victory in those scriptures means to completely vanquish. And when Jesus went to the cross and he died on the cross and he was buried in a tomb, through that cross, the veil was ripped from the top to the bottom. It gave opportunity for us to go into the presence of the Lord. And it completely vanquished the power of Satan. He's like a roaring lion going around seeking whom he may devour, but it's just roaring to try to defeat us. But when you put on the garment of praise, it begins to silence the voice of Satan. We need to carry that garment of praise every day. But victory means completely vanquished. But triumph means to celebrate a triumph. And it goes on and says, A hymn sung in festal processions in honor of God. What we're here to do at this point is to, is to rejoice in the triumph God has given us. The victory has been won. We go to the Lord in prayer and we worship the Lord and thank God for His victory that He's given to us. There's power in that. 2 Corinthians 2 and 14, Now thanks be unto God which always causes us to triumph in Christ and maketh manifest the Savior of His knowledge by us in every place. Jesus won the victory. Our work is to rejoice in the triumph and praise and worship to the Lord. You know, Jesus doesn't ask us to win the victory. He's already done it. It's already been won. But we can join the triumph by praising Him. You know, it was the Romans' tradition, Roman soldiers that went, and they went out to battle and they won a victory. There was a parade of triumph. They would come back into uh, the country and, and what would follow the chariots of the captains of the army that won the victory were the leaders of the country that they just defeated, wrapped in chains. And they would walk them through the city as evidence that the that that, that uh, battle has been completed, it had a victory. But what they would do in the city is they would begin to rejoice in triumph for the victory. That is what God wants us to do. When we walk into the house of the Lord, when we go uh, home to our house, we might still be faced with the same old situations. We might be faced with the same old struggle and the same old heartache and the same old pain. But let me tell you, once you grasp a hold of the power of putting on the garment of praise, a great triumph is going to come to you. You're just rejoicing over the Lord. I'm praying and seeking God for the miracle. Amen. It's a time to get a mindset of praising for what's already been won. It's a time to praise Him before you see it. It's a time to praise Him before you feel it. It's a time to praise Him because you already know that the battle has been won. And what battle are you facing today? What heaviness are you carrying today? We can overcome this with triumph 
Because God has brought the victory. He's brought the victory. It's already been won. But it's a choice. Putting on the garment of praise. For the spirit of heaviness. A psalm for the sons of Korah in verse 47 of the book of Psalms, verse 1. It says, Oh, clap your hands, all ye people. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. I'd like for us to stand here today with the voice of triumph. That garment, that mantle, Please grasp what I'm trying to say today. I'm not trying to impress anybody with anything. I'm just trying to let you know that God has given us a gift of a garment of praise and worship that as we continue to walk in it, it's going to continue to allow us as a church body to walk in the triumphant victory of the Lord. And as individuals and for our families, it's going to help us to walk in the triumphant victory of the Lord of putting on the garment of praise. How do you do that? It might not be a physical garment like this, but when you begin to lift your voice unto the Lord and begin to praise Him, you're taking that mantle spiritually and putting it on and allowing God to do something powerful in your life. What are you heavy in right now? What heaviness are you carrying right now? What heaviness are you struggling with right now? The key to the kingdom of heaven. Jesus said it. To put on the garment of praise. No, you might not see the the end results of the victory but the Lord's already conquered it you might not feel that there's victory but the Lord has already conquered it you might not even know it's there because you still see the struggle and the battle that's still there 